Hi, welcome to the Penis Project podcast. This is the place to come to find out everything you've always wanted to know about men's health but were too embarrassed to ask. Join physiotherapist Dr. Joe Milios and sexologist nurse practitioner Melissa Hadley-Barrett as they talk to real men and the experts about men's private parts. Have a burning question you really want to know the answer to? Please subscribe to our website at thepenisproject.org and just ask us. The greater the length, the greater the strength, the more time I've got for you. There's too much talking, texting, tweeting, posting. Too much noise altogether. In silence is strength and peace and space. Imagine silence forever. The Penis Project podcast is proudly supported and sponsored by Prost, Exercise for Prostate Cancer, and the RS Health Penile Rehabilitation Program. Prost is a not-for-profit charity set up by myself in 2012 that aims to help men exercise during their experience with prostate cancer. If you want to know anything more about Prost, including our online service and USB product now available, please just go to prost.com.au. The Penile Rehabilitation Program was created by Melissa at Restorative Sexual Health. This is an online program to assist turning software into hardware without leaving your home. This program was designed for people who live in areas where access to health professionals in this area is not available, or for those who are just too busy to attend consults, or even for those who just feel more comfortable learning at home with online learning and consultations online. For more information about this program, please go to www.rshealth.com.au. Prost means cheers to your health, so Prost to you. November 11, 11 a.m., 60 seconds, kids watch on the wall. In the pub, in the tab, in the cars, we remember and wonder... Hello, Penis Project podcasters. Welcome to this exciting episode. We are talking to the one of the founders of The Man Walk, um, Mr. Mark Burns. And we're just going to talk to him today about what is a man walk, what is it does, why it was started, and how you can join. So welcome. How are you? Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, really well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. So when did the man walk start and, and how and why? Great questions. I can answer most of those pretty well. Um, <laughs> the man walk started. Sorry, almost- would you be able to just speak up a little bit louder? Sure. Cool. Thank you. So the man, the man walk started about three years ago here in Kiama, and it was just a way for me to do a bit of a course correct and change my own routines. I was working late, staying up a bit too late, end up having a glass of red, watching Netflix, only sleeping five or so hours a night and just cycled into some bad routines. So my lovely wife, Beck, who is... 99.9% of the time, correct? <laughs> that I you know, shuffle around my routine and, and make a bit of a change and, and start the day fresh with a, a morning walk. So I did. I headed into, you know, beautiful Kaima Harbour and got a takeaway coffee and had a stroll around Kaima Harbour, sometimes with a podcast, sometimes just freewheeling it. And I'd do that between 6 and 7 a.m. Uh, every day when I started and I was just coming back in the door at 7am, just alert, ready to go, a bit of exercise, a bit of headspace, you know, milk and bread, ready to go to be, a, you know, a much better human for the day for Beck and the kids and everybody else. Did you feel like it changed your, like, work, outlook on work life as well? 
Yeah, hundred percent. I was just ready. I, you know, if you had a few things in your head, you cleared those out. Um, you know, you'd listen to a podcast or some music and just just really reset and literally started the day on the right foot. Um, it was a game changer right from day one. And then how did you go from it being you just doing something for yourself to turning it into something for everyone? Yeah, a few mates came and crashed my walk. So, <laughs> again, it wasn't really the plan. We were away camping with some other families that I knew the blokes, you know, reasonably well but weren't close mates. And I sort of told them about my new morning routine over the previous couple of months and a couple of the boys said, look, can we, can we come along? That sounds awesome. And I was like, oh, hmm. yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but immediately, again, finding that value in that mateship and camaraderie and having a couple of blokes to talk to. And, look, I've got plenty of mates. I'm very lucky. There's lots of blokes out there that don't have the network and the connections that I have. But I'd forgotten the power in just reconnecting with some blokes for a bit of a side-by-side talk and, you know, shooting the breeze. So, yeah, we went from me to two and three and then about six or eight others. So it was a regular crew of about eight or nine of us walking Monday to Friday at 6am around Kaima Harbour. Um, so we thought, oh, you know, like we better be a bit of a team or something here. So we better get, you know, better work on a logo and get some hats or some shirts and do a bit of a Facebook page for some fun. So we we did that. We started a Facebook page and came up with the name The Man Walk and even the slogan Walk, Talk, Support in about 20 minutes. Um, one of my mates um, talked the designer into doing the logo for us and we started the Facebook page and started to get a bunch of followers already and all we'd do was put a selfie on each morning of us sort of our ugly mugs and just saying, you know, the man walk Kiama, topics today included, you know, bird cages, underwater, you know, diving adventures, you know, structural engineering and how bad the Parramatta eels are. And <laughs> we did getting comments from people about, yeah, good's the man walk. I love what you're doing. Could I come along? So, oh, yep. yeah, the Kiama man walk was, was formed. And how long ago was this? What year was it? This was three years ago, about now, about April 2019. Um, and then a mate of mine, Dave, was moving from Kaima half an hour up the road to Wollongong and he said, hey, Burns, can I start a, a Wollongong man walk? I sort of like what's, you know, what's going on here. So, yep, we did that and we sort of defined, you know, Diggy's Cafe at Wollongong, 6am Fridays, set up a new um, private Facebook group. So the man walk page had a Kaima, you know, internal group and a Wollongong internal group and off we went. And then uh, a lovely bloke, um, Michael from Cool and Gatter, um, up the New South Wales Queensland border, saw us on Facebook and, and reached out to say that he had some men who would benefit from a weekly walk and talk, and could he start a man walk Cool and Gatter? So we thought this is pretty cool. Got three yeah. man walks cruising along. We also then decided to go through the process of making sure that we had our ducks in a row. So we trademarked the logo, we um, we set up an incorporated association so we could have some insurance just in case something happened or someone got hurt. And yeah, we cruised along like that for about six months with our three man walks on the New South Wales East Coast. And then we had a bit of an event, so a good event. We had a, one of our social media posts on a Thursday night uh, in September 2019 
just seemed to go viral, did go viral. Uh, I woke up the next day and my phone was going crazy on the Friday morning. And it was just a post about the Wollongong group saying, any blokes out there doing it tough and feel like a walk or a talk, come along tomorrow morning, Wollongong man walk, you know, 6am. And it went to 1.3 million people. So it was like 1.3 million people and was shared eight and a half thousand times within 24 hours. Wow. That's amazing. That's the sort of stuff you dream about if you have a business. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Like you couldn't plan it or pay for it or anything like that. So marketing people just said, how did that happen? And I know, just one of those things, I guess. One of the topics of the day must have really hit, hit a nerve. Mm. At the time, it did. Mm. yeah, it was you know fairly sort of innocuous. It did sort of say if you're doing it tough and feel like a walk and a talk, but yeah, things just exploded from there. So you know we were getting emails and phone calls from um, local newspapers. We ended up on the front page of the the Wollongong newspaper here, and I was doing a, a number of radio interviews sort of nationally with ABC, um, the Today Show live about. Three we we days watched later. the Today Show live. Just a little yeah. while ago, yeah. Just to um... yeah, it was awesome. I've had a bit of a crush on Georgie for ages, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> you could tell you were blushing in the yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, no, I know. I think I was. I think she was. I think she was. <laughs> oh, she was too. Yeah, yeah. Was mutual, I'm pretty sure like, she was. It was. Mutual admiration. Yeah, we could see the chemistry when we were watching that yeah. rerun. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> my wife, and she wasn't sure, but see. Yeah, yeah. Go home and tell her. It was yeah. definitely yeah, there. You definitely. weren't imagining Georgie, it. Georgie had eyes for you. This is great for my ego. I love this. <laughs> so what's the average age of the man walkers? Average age is about late 40s. Oh, and that's great in itself. So, like, these are guys that are still in the workforce. They're stressed out. They're probably having less beers or wines at night because they've got to get up to go on their man walk. It is, 100%. It was, again, this wasn't the plan. I was going for a walk in the morning on my own and then having two or three, you know, bunches of blokes walking was pretty cool. And then when things exploded, we went from three man walks to 40 in the space of two months and, you know, we've had to sort of course correct and really get our structures in place. We have 82 man walks around. I was going to say, how many now? 82 across Australia? Well, 80 in Australia, one in Dublin and one just south of London. Wow. Yeah. So you're going international now as well, global. international. We're, we're really careful now about making sure our onboarding processes for our ambassadors and the area mm-hmm. is really neat. That was an early one too. We thought ambassador was pretty cool too. We came up with that one sort of, again, just off the cuff fairly early, but it, it just fits. Yeah, I um, love it. But, yeah, sorry, back to answer your question about the average age Again, inadvertently, we just seem to have struck a chord with blokes well, my age, I'm 46, because it's just that point where we're in that phase of working hard, um, trying to be good dads, good husbands, good employees or employers. Our sporting careers have finished, you know, normally in our late 30s or something like that, if we play footy or soccer or, you know, whatever it might be, that's normally sort of had a bit of a break um, due to work and family and age. We just don't have that regular connection with blokes. We don't have footy training Tuesday and Thursday and have our mate Saturday. And, yeah, we've got little kids and that should and is the focus. But what we do is just lose that connection with our friends. It was amazing just with the man walking Kiama 
me being able to reconnect with blokes that I went to school with maybe, you know, 20, 25 years ago or blokes who I played rugby with 10 years ago. And, yeah, you see them at Woolies and you see them at the news agent and say day. But having 45 minutes to have a bit of a yarn, it was just hugely powerful. And that the connection and the emotion involved with that is um, is really wonderful. So I, I'm just interested as well, like, do you have set sort of topics or you just turn up, walk, and then just share whatever's been happening? Yeah, yeah you just... no set topics at all, no, no guides. Um, and for the most part, we talk about absolute bullshit. So yeah. we're not pretending we're saving the problems of the world here. Um, yeah, there's no Ukraine-Russia solutions really that are coming out of any of the groups. However... Um, there's a lovely mix of just general banter about, yep, sure, your favourite football team and how much it's raining and those kind of things. But fairly quickly, some of the conversations just get a bit more personal about how's your week going? You know what? I'm having a bit of a crap week. What's going on there, mate? And again, not there to offer solutions, just there to be a listening ear and, and a support. And the power of that, side-by-side stuff for blokes. Mm. Most blokes can't do a real face-to-face how you're feeling, you know, are you happy or sad type thing. But a side-by-side walk where there's no eye contact and, you know, it's nice and freewheeling, there seems to be a real openness in that that blokes can share their story as they need to. So, yeah, a lot of the stuff we talk about is, is just sort of general life, but yeah, in a lot of the groups, there is some really honest conversation around what they're finding difficult in life and struggles and and sharing stories about how others might be able to help and deal with that. I think that whole side-by-side thing is just great as well because I always found that when I had, you know, when my son was a teenager, if I ever wanted him to talk, I'd have to put him in the car and drive somewhere because he'd never tell me anything if I looked at him in the face. But And I, yeah, I talk about that that all the time and I Mm. I listen to a uh, ABC um, podcast once and it talked about the perfect relationship um, to start conversations in, in the mail was to have a broken object with two guys standing side by side, the broken object in front of them. A bit like, you know, how the men's shed work. But, yeah, very much I think about what happens socially. Guys might go to a bar or they might watch some footy on a screen and, and then, you know, they're standing side by side with a beer in their hand or whatever and then maybe conversations strike up that way. But, the whole concept of walking side by side, um, yeah, it's it's great. So I, simple. Yeah, the other thing that kind of really strikes me that's different about the man walk is there's so many ways for men to connect revolve around drinking alcohol. Yeah. But you're doing this at 6 o'clock in the morning and so it's not. Like it's it's one of, you know, most sporting events, obviously you're not drinking when you're doing it but you're going to the bar after. This is kind of one of the few sort of male interactions I can think of a way of connecting without it being revolving around alcohol which is amazing was that intentional or did that just happen a bit of both uh as we started to grow and new groups formed we we quickly realized that removing as many barriers as possible was was really key and whenever men reach out to say, hey, I'm Pete from Mudgy, can I start a man walk? We've got our fairly specific criteria now, our ambassador pack around what the man walk is and what, what the man walk isn't. So, you know, removing that. So the man walk's always free and always will be free because money's a barrier. Um, you don't need to sign up because signing up's a barrier. 
Um, you know, paying if us blokes, you know, we try, but we're pretty simple. We're pretty stupid, seriously. <laughs> so if you start to put some things in place for us, that, it, you know, if you say, right, come along on Monday, it's going to be $5 each walk. You have to get on to the portal and sign up and give us yeah, all your details yeah, and let us know that you're coming. That's like, whoa, 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 that's far too hard. So, you know, no barriers and full inclusivity as well. Um, you know, the only barrier is age. You need to be over 16 or if you're under 16 and a male with a parent or guardian, you're welcome to come along as well. But just that that openness and ease of coming along. We've had blokes, you know, who have said, look, I've, I'm, I'm here on my first man walk. I've come along a couple of times before and sat in the car and watched you guys walk off because I'm, you know, I've got some social anxiety. Mm. You know, I saw you guys walk off and a bit of a back slap and laughing and talking and I realised that you guys are just there for a real walk and a chat and there's nothing scary about it. Some of the stories and testimonials that I get through over these last couple of years has been absolutely brilliant. And, again, we didn't set out to do this, but we just seemed to have struck a chord with this middle-aged bloke from 40 to 65 as an mm. easy option for a weekly walk and a talk. And, and, yes, coming back to that start, the morning is key. It's about starting the day with the sun. It's not about alcohol. None of our walks start or finish, you know, at a pub or a club. We do have some afternoon walks, often when a, a location has been walking for a while, such as Gerringong down here. They're 7 a.m. Saturdays. They've also got a 4.30 um, Tuesday walk um, from the surf club. But, no, booze isn't part of it. Um, we've got our ambassador, Ash, from Bowral is now three years sober. Um, got a lot of blokes who have had struggles with addiction through the time. A lot of blokes who have gone through separations. We also make it really clear that the man walk isn't a place to come along and, and bag women. Oh, my bloody ex said this and that. It's it's not that, you know. If you need to have a little bit of an event, that's okay, but we're not there to slag off any other groups, you know, um, minority groups, ethnicity, you know, males, females. We're there for a common purpose of a really nice get-together and, and talk about sort of shared experience. You just mentioned before that some of the stories you get sent. Can you think of an example of like a just a, a story of someone who, who joined and then has told you how it's affected their life? Yeah, I can. I've, um, there's a lovely bloke named Chris who's a regular man walker now and he'd moved to this particular town without knowing anybody. He had just been through a separation with his partner and had two small children and he contacted me one night through the Facebook Messenger group and just said, you know, is this Mark from the Man Walk? I just saw your group online. And he said, I'm, I'm in a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. And immediately I thought, okay, you know, we know what the Man Walk is and then what the Man Walk isn't. Luckily, I'm also a mental health first aider. I'm also a health professional as a physiotherapist. So I'm happy to have those kinds of conversations. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of a, yeah, we had a bit of a, a connection. I put him in touch with his local Man Walk. And he sent me an email two weeks later and he said, Mark, I can tell you unequivocally the man walk saved my life. I would have taken yeah. my life that night if I hadn't come across the man walk on Facebook and reached out to you. I was done. Mm, that's amazing. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? What, I mean, this must be, have become, I mean, apart from obviously having a wife and lovely children, this must be one of the proudest things you've done, is it? Like, is this like one of your biggest achievements? Yeah, it is. It is. I've 
only probably recently let myself be a little bit proud of it. Um, it's been a long time and a lot of effort. We have a, a wonderful committee that helps drive the project forward. Um, and, you know, they're absolutely wonderful. We're also just about to incorporate our first ever executive sort of advisory board. So we're at that stage now where we really need to make sure that our, our governance and our risk assessment and those kind of things are, uh, are tip top. So we've got seven really wonderful people who are going to be on the inaugural advisory board of the Manwalk because, you know, making sure we, we can help the most is, is super important. So that'll help us redefine our plan, redefine our governance processes and, and really help the most because that's key it's just I don't know I, I just I thought of another bloke who emailed last week and I had I called him for a chat too and he said Mark I haven't had a male friend that I could talk to for 35 years mm -hmm. you know, this bloke's 55 and he just said you know I've lived regionally I've moved from place to place he just said I haven't had another bloke that I could have even a semi-meaningful conversation with for, for 35 years. And he said, I've made three friends already in the two weeks that I've been on this man walk. And oh. he said, oh, I haven't been so happy in 30 years. Oh, that's so nice. It's because this whole social isolation and loneliness. Yeah. It's that. Yeah, it's really that. And again, I'm very lucky. I've got a wonderful network. You know, I've played sport, I've traveled, I've done various things, but there's a huge amount of men out there that don't have that. I, I read a study earlier this year and it said one third of Australian men don't have another man in their life that they can have a meaningful conversation with. One third of Australian men. Mm. I'd believe that because, well, Joe and I see men all day and I think a lot of men, particularly in the age group you're talking about, are quite lonely, you know. they And they often say to us, oh, it's so much easier to talk to a female than, mm. than a fellow bloke you know about these sorts of problems and we're you know talking personal problems so that's wonderful I'm, I'm just looking at your website right now so if I was um, a, a bloke um, where you know I really wanted to come and join you could you talk us through how anyone might access that yeah 100% so you can jump onto the website which is themanwalk.com.au and there's a few buttons on there there's um, find a walk start a walk or I think the third one's about you know buy some kit if you want to jump on and buy a hat or a shirt um, so if you go to find a walk it'll break it down by state and then list all of the walks per state so you can jump on and see if there's a man walking a town close to you um, if there is you can click on that link and apply to be part of the Facebook group and that'll just give you automatic um, information about where the man walk is you know Harvey Bay 7am Saturdays from the surf club, I think they are at Harvey Bay in Queensland. Um, and off you go. Uh, you don't need to do anything else. Just turn up. It's um, super easy. I'm navigating it right now. And I have yeah. actually found that if I if I was in Canada, there's one in Canada, um, St. John's Conservation Area, go there at um, 12 p.m. on uh, uh, Sunday near um, Niagara. <laughs> there is too. And he's a classic dude. I've just forgotten his first name now, but he calls for a chat every few months. Uh -huh. And, um, yeah, he's got a, a wonderful French-Canadian accent. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, he went away for a little while um, on vacation, but he's he's back. So, yes, there's one. And in WA, the, the Bustleton Walk is an absolute powerhouse walk over there. Um, they walk along Bustleton Jetty. 
the ambassador over there, Dave, who happens to be a physio as well, he's super proactive and he's sort of even taken the next step of what the man will probably sort of merge into in part about offering a bit more. So he'll organise a monthly guest speaker. He coordinates with some other suicide awareness groups and some other community groups in town. Mm. Um, Yeah, the Bustleton Walk's a cracker and probably in the top 10 in terms of locations. They'll say they're in the top one. But um, (laughs) I'll tell you what, there's some crackingly beautiful locations. Launceston in Tasmania is is a beautiful walk. Mm. Wow. And and so you've got 82 different groups around Australia and internationally. There's three, I've just seen. How many guys attend on your walks on average in Kiama? In Kiama, there's about 10. And yep. I reckon if we averaged it out across Australia, 10's about probably a good number in terms of average walkers. There's a few that have three or four, six or eight. There's a couple of real powerhouse walks like Bustleton, Redcliffe and Harvey Bay in Queensland, Geelong, who have 30 or 40 walkers wow. each week. Yep. Redcliffe wow. in Queensland had 150 walkers for their 150th walk um, a little while ago. But they're, they're regularly having 80 or 90 walkers um, really? on a Friday morning. Yeah. Wow. I think this is amazing. I, I want to be a man just for a day so I can go on a man walk. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's um, <laughs> the eclectic conversation is just bizarre like we'll come back sometimes into the walk and I'll just say all right boys for the Facebook post what'd you talk about today and I'll just bang a few topics at me and I was like Mm. you guys can't have spoken about that (laughs) weird variety of things Um, but but we do and again I think that the the no barriers the the side by side the the ease of entry in terms of you know, no money or no signing up. Um, you can scan the QR code in to, to register as a number, but we don't need any more details about you. Yeah, it just seems to be what a lot of blokes are after. Um, so that's pretty cool. I reckon there's a lot of women after that too. That's my, I hate signing up for things. I'd much prefer just to turn up and go, having to register for stuff. It's such a pain. And and looking at your your kit, if, if people want it, um, whether your t-shirts you've actually got about five different hats so you've got the eco cup cap in gray and black you've even got a trucker hat a bucket hat and a knit beanie you're covering all generations <laughs> tastes here we're super cool sorry about you that are we cool. are on point a hoodie. And, and most man walkers not most i wonder what proportion of of man walkers with no hair head. might be <laughs> again we're all mid 40s you know the hair was starting to go so it's easier to cut it off so, yeah, it's really important that we have a variety of, of cats yeah. to cover yeah. our ball melons. Just have you got some up. sunscreen? Has anyone, you know, you're an influencer, you could get some sunscreen, the man with sunscreen. <laughs> it could do that. I hadn't thought of that. There's one so of the um, the blokes down at Bateman's Bay, one of our new walks down there. He's a lovely bloke. I think he's actually the mayor down there now, but he's got a a, a coffee, um, coffee bean business and he said, oh, how about I make up, you know, a specialty man walk coffee? Oh, and, I love it. Uh, there's another beer, but I'm just trying to keep things really tight. Of course, at the yeah. Moment. Um, we're getting lovely offers from other organisations, or can we partner with this, partner with that? But yeah. I just want simple. to make sure that we're doing the simple thing that we do about, mm. you know, uh, letting blokes know where a walk near them is, or if there isn't one, we've got a really specific process about guiding them through. You know, hey, I'm. Um, 
you know, I was going to say Harold from Alice Springs because he is one of our man walkers. He's got a beard about this long. It's fantastic. That's six foot long for those. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, our, and I think we've refined our processes really nicely and just making sure that we're trying to keep each walk as a gold standard walk is our goal for this year. And the, and the walking distance, I've seen a couple of spots, it's usually 40 to 40 minutes or so, is it, to an hour? Yeah, again, yeah. sort of in our criteria, we say that the man walk should be about about 40 minutes to an hour, about four-ish, five kilometres. Again, we don't want that to be a barrier for people. If, you know, we've got a 93-year-old man walker at Maroubra, um, he probably walks faster than I do, but <laughs> we want the man walk to be nice and nice and flat, you know, ideally a bit scenic and, you know, uh, able to be achieved by all members of the community. We've even got some man rollers, so we've got some, some blokes in wheelchairs uh, a really nice bloke named Paddy at Shell Harbour who actually came Paddy along Shell the first view, yeah, in a wheelchair, and he used the man walk as a real goal of his. He said, I want to be able to walk again so I can walk on the man walk. And he went from a man roller to a man walker, and that's wow. Awesome. That's such a great story. I love this. This is amazing. I think Joe and I heard about this for the first time when we were talking to Glenn Poole, wasn't it? From yeah, through the um, Australian Men's Health Federation. And we were like, wow, this is amazing. How come we don't know about this? But probably because, number one, I hate Facebook, and number two, we're not men. But it's great. So good. Mm. Well, we've only got five um, in Western Australia, so hopefully this will help things grow a little bit. But um, I do have a question. You, you, you probably need a bit of funding for this. How does that all go? Yeah, with with difficulty, um, <laughs> we we run a golf day each year, and that's you know a, a big effort. That's on the, on the east coast here in Shell Harbour and Kiama, and we work really hard with some very generous sponsors and supporters, and that raises about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year. Um, uh, yeah. At the moment, seeing we're all volunteers, it probably costs us about thirty thousand dollars a year to to run the man walk, and that's through. You know, lots and lots of volunteer hours from me and other people. You know, when if a man walker starts a new walk, they receive a pack with a, a hat and a shirt and a, a teardrop banner and some flyers and that kind of thing, which costs, that's, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, mm. so by the time you sort of get that out, and it is, it's building up. Our insurance has gone from a couple of thousand dollars a year up to $8,000 a year. Mm. So again, as we refine our structures and put the board in place, I really do have some some grand visions of finding some strong support. Like it might be government, but that's really tricky with the whole grant process. So I I kind of feel like it might be in the private and corporate sector. And I totally agree with you. And the yeah. man, you could get guys to be man ambassadors for you, and you know make make a bit of a donation or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly mm. right. It's it's really important. That to philanthropic. Me. Yeah. So right now, is there a way that if someone listening said, "Hey, I'd like to donate some money to that," can they do it? We, we don't have that direct process at the moment. We did have a GoFundMe page for a while, but to be honest, I think we kicked it off without a real strategy in place. Yeah. It's something that I think we should do again later on because there are lots of people saying, hey, I love what you're doing. Can I put in five bucks or 10 bucks or 100 bucks? Mm. I do, as I say, have this grand vision of one of the big national health, health funds or something saying, you know, hey, we want to be the face of the man walk, you know, NIB or people care or something like that. Um, you know, it's a... I think and I hope you guys agree that it's a pretty good cause that is making a big difference in lots of blokes' lives but to, to really formalise it and drive it forward and uh, appoint 
a CEO and a real structure around governance and finance, we're going to need to find some funding pretty quick, smart. So, yeah, yeah. if anyone out there, you know, would like to become involved, I'd love to get an email or a phone call from you and talk yeah, about it. Yeah, then they can get your email yeah. through the um, through the contact form on the website. So For sure. um, there's that. But I, I think it's, um, it's a simplicity that is appealing. And, um, I mean, if someone doesn't feel like getting up and going on a walk one from one to the next, I haven't missed anything, they'll catch up next week. Hundred percent. It is our 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 vision is connecting men, strengthening communities, and it is. It's about connection. If you want to come along and meet a couple of blokes for a simple walk and a, and a chat, we're there. One of the really pleasing things has been when men ambassadors, sorry, man walkers, have been travelling. You know, and they'll pop into a different walk. I've probably walked yeah. on about. 18 or 20 different walks you know, when I've been up and down the coast and far south coast and up towards Queensland and you can just jump on the website and say, oh, beauty, you know, um, Alice Spring Walk is 7 o'clock Saturday, you jump in, you know, yeah. I'll have my hat and my shirt on sometimes and I'll, I'll walk across the road and blokes will be like, who are you? And I, <laughs> I, I sort of won't say that I was, you know, the founder and that kind of thing. I might drop it later on in the piece but... Yeah, just getting out and about and having um, man walkers visit different towns and meet new people and make some more friends. That's been yeah. really cool. Have you actually thought of having everyone do a walk on one day from all the man walks around the world? Does that has that happened? Or? Yeah, again, and again, this will require a bit of funding, but I'd love to yeah. have like a, a man walk, you know, like, a, like a national conference, whether it's yeah. in we come together in Sydney and walk the Sydney Harbour Bridge um, mm. Both physically, but also virtually. We did some virtual yeah, yeah. COVID yeah. where I'd cruise along with the, you know, with the phone, and we'd do a Zoom link, yeah. and we'd have thirty that. or forty or fifty blokes from around Australia, all sort of. I'd just negotiate around that, but <laughs> yeah, I am really keen on a. It's national, very doable. Very doable. Yeah, yeah. We've learned a lot in COVID. Yeah, times. exactly. But a, a national international man walk day um, where we all walk together would be yeah uh, a dream come true. I reckon that's achievable. Sydney Harbour Bridge might be a, a good spot to launch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we'll call that a wrap. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And um, once we've edited it and get it ready to go, we'll send you the information so that you can share it with all your man walkers around and we'll share it with all our listeners. If you've got any resources or anything that you want to share with us, um, we'll obviously share your website but if, if there's any extra information um or you know even the today what was it the today show it, it was just great for you to get that press and that coverage so from one physio to another you are awesome thank you so much <laughs> uh, thank that was you. Great. i'm particularly grateful for your time and i've listened to a number of your episodes you guys are hilarious so <laughs> yeah i was very grateful well, I was thinking, oh, they don't need me. They're interviewing much more important and interesting people than me. So, yeah, very grateful for the for the time. That's very humble of you, Mark. I think what you're doing is amazing and you should put this down as one of your top achievements in life, I think. It's amazing. Thank you. I'm, I'm pleased. If I can, you know, I think in life if you can help, you should. And I seem to have found got a couple of lovely things in my life um, that um, I feel like I'm making a difference and, and the man walks certainly one of them. So, yeah, I am. I've let myself be a little bit proud, so thank you. You should. Good idea. Yeah, you let let that in because, you know, you, you, you just don't know the ripple effect of what you're doing. Well, you do because it's gone to Canada. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about a boy who lives inside me. 
Hi, this is Dr. Joe. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We're getting so many emails, so many questions and so much feedback. And Melissa and I are absolutely thrilled about this. What we'd really love you to do, though, is to share our podcast with anyone you think might benefit, including any man in your life. Simply download using your favourite podcast app or subscribe to the penisproject.org. You'll get a weekly email and new releases, and this helps our podcast get more people. And if you write a review and subscribe as well, well, we'll get known more widely across the globe. Meanwhile, let's keep the conversation going. Women, just a mystery to me. I've got a boy of my own now. It fills me with pride to see him growing so fast into a man.